was packed on TV. Oh shit, looks like John Wick, Bill and Ted, just Ted, Neo from the Matrix, who's that? Keanu Reeves. Hello and welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland. Season 5, Episode 5, Bram Stoker's Draculia. I am your co-host, Denali. Welcome to our vampire coven. I am the sexy one with a mustache and cape. Oh, uh, Harry, I'm the one that's from Texas for some reason. Uh, my name's uh, co-host Ryan. For the last time, co-host Denali, I tell you not to bring back foreigners to our coven. Yeehaw. He won't learn the voice. He does not strike fear into the hearts of our enemies. You are really killing the vibe, Ryan. At least to try. Okay, okay. <clears throat> I'll try one of them, uh, oh, England accents, okay? okay. from England. Oh, uh, you want to oh. suck some blood? That was oh. somehow worse. Okay, and let, let me so... be clear. Let, let me be clear as well. Like, I, I'm not doing, like, a regional stick. Like, I'm actually from Dayton, Ohio. And when I was bit, this happened. Like, this, 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 uh, this way I speak. The same oh, thing happened to me. Made. Where are you from? I'm from, uh, just outside of Austin. Oh, he's... Yeah, I knew, I, I, that's clear. We I can tell. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> me, um, I'm from Poolsboro. Oh, bro. I cannot even yeah. say it any longer. Yeah, with the, with the, the got got bit by a different vampire. <laughs> <laughs> you got bit by a rattlesnake, and then you <laughs> accidentally got bit by a vampire because he felt like helping you. <laughs> What's your guys' favorite part about being a vampire? Man, it's got to be the uh, that weird room. You guys know what room I'm talking about? Oh, oh yeah, I know yes. the room. <laughs> yeah, the room with the dirt. Yes. Uh, we need the dirt. <laughs> I call it my dirt. Do room. you guys not have a room? Yeah, is it a dirt room you sleep in? And uh Oh no, dude, you got Oh man, you gotta get on the train over here. I've got a different kind of room. What is what is in this room? Uh well originally yeah. it looks like just a bed. Oh, okay. Memory? Oh, okay, I see. Memory I, see. Phone? I see what he's doing, Jace. Yeah. Oh, well, it's got some memories. <laughs> That's great. Well, I, I as part of our coven, like we each have to have a, a stick, right? Like, like I am the sexy one that's been decided with the three of us. Uh, you, you know, you're like the uh, the, the roguish uh, vampire, Ryan. Oh, and, uh, and I'm the brains. Uh, well, I was I was saying Jace might be the brain. Uh, don't know about that. I watch too many memes to be the brains anymore. What's 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 your what's your stick, Jason? Please, like, there's many vampire stereotypes. We need to we cover horrible porn addiction. No, <laughs> that's what <laughs> the room is for. That's the room. Oh, the room. The room. That's what he means. Ryan already has the listen. I when we should have agreed on the sticks, like the the porn, like me being the sexy one and having a porn uh -huh. addicted, you know, counterpart. It's not like super. Yeah, and then I've got a room. Cool. You, you shouldn't know, like, have turned me into a vampire. That's all I'm saying. I, I grew up in an age addicted to computers, and I yeah. can use them when it's sunny outside, which means I can always watch the porn. That's, if it's sunny in the video, it can't kill you. You know, I this this is why I was hesitant to bite anyone from this century. Like I knew this was going to be a thing. We've fallen I, too far from God. I 
I have a confession to make. Please. I snuck into a house. They call it a TikTok house. And oh, I turned them yeah. all into vampires. You turned them oh, all into... Oh. And I... Uh, well, they can't pay rent, so they're moving here. We're, we're going to be a blood-sucking hype house? Uh, yes. One of them is a DJ. Well, that's cool. That's, that's cool. I, I, Seven I like seconds in purgatory. You guys, you guys go to the gym ever? Yeah, LA Fitness, twenty four hours. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I like to run. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to put weight on the all liquid diet. Mm. I think you can eat other things. No, it's just, it's just the blood. Are you, are you actually a vampire? Or did you just get bit who's by a bat guy? and you should probably was get it? a shot? I mean, who's this guy on the Hollywood Strip? You bit the guy in the Hollywood Strip? No, I got, I was the, I was the bitee. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, oh, did, geez, you, did you drink yeah. the blood after, or did you just... Did you drink the blood after? Yeah. Uh, there wasn't that much blood. I mean... Okay, okay, Jace, just real quick, just come, uh, come over here. Yeah, he's Jace, yeah, Jace. Okay. He's, this, this, guy's, this guy's not a fucking vampire. He's not a vampire? He's, he's a, been living here for two no months. No fucking way, he's, a, he's warm as shit, look hey, at him. Do you guys, like you guys want Chipotle? He looks kind of tasty. Uh, no, I have a DoorDash coupon. Once again, yeah, tell I do me, not well, tell me, yeah. when was the last time you ate Chipotle? Oh, actually, I literally ate Chipotle like three hours ago. Oh, he's not okay. a vampire. Not a oh vampire. my god. Did they not? Oh, because the garlic in it? Is it the garlic in the burrito? It's the, it's the, you can't eat human food is vampire. That's why we're skinny as shit. So, you're telling me this whole time, you switched your sleep schedule very easily. It was surprising. Like I didn't even, I didn't even doubt it for a second. You, the, the accent was weird. Yeah, the accent come and come and go. Honestly, I can't keep the accent up right now very often with my throat. <laughs> I don't even, Jay. I don't even want to eat him at this point. It's just, it's not even like he's been living with us. He, we frankly, had some heartfelt moments. I like the guy. Yeah. Hey guys, are you, is anybody going in the room right now? Is it? You can, oh god. Okay, and scene guys. Okay, that was great. Um, so just notes all around. Um, so maybe a little long in the tooth. Uh, we we you know we I think we 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 really played in the space a bit. Um, Jace, I love the accent. I think you really committed there. Uh, Ryan, you're you're kind of all over the place with the, yeah, with the voice. Yeah, I'm a yeah. little. I'm not operating on a hundred. Ryan got COVID because he's a nerd. <laughs> Now, Ryan is a recovering uh, uh, COVID case, Ryan. Is, and are, are you are you out of the woods, like you know, from like a symptoms perspective? Or are you still recovering? It it's really difficult to explain yeah. unless you've like mm -hmm. had it. like I didn't. I wouldn't. I've heard descriptions of it, but I guess I'm out of the woods, mm -hmm. meaning I'm not contagious anymore. But like. You have no clue whether you're going to wake up tomorrow and have a different symptom than you have like the previous day. So Are you like CDC. No, yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. Go. I got I'm, I'm fine. I'm going back to work tomorrow. You played your immunity like, idol. <laughs> that's not the, uh, that's not you. I didn't come up with that. Robbie told me well, that from a don't yeah, that's, so. that's good. No, it's a good <laughs> credit work. <laughs> Cite your sources. The, uh, yeah, no, that's. You know, that's good to hear that you're you're uh, you're out of, you're out of the out of the yeah. You know, so like the thing is, I didn't get all that much sick compared to a lot of people, right? So like I didn't get a fever. Yeah. So I'm very. I think the fever is the only thing I didn't get. But like, so I was over it in four days. So I'm. I mean, I'm boosted. Yeah. And so I mean, I can't extol the virtues of that enough. I mean, four days and I was back on my feet doing anything. I was working again after I took one sick day, and then I was working from home. Huh. I don't have like a cough 
and I don't have a sore throat. I don't have a runny nose or anything like that. But man, like you put me in the wrong situation where I'm like one degree uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and I just like lose my mind. Like I have a, I had a a little worse than normal. Yeah, I had a panic attack today in the parking lot of the bubble tea place. I didn't go in. And just because I was like, oh, no, oh, no, I'm I'm a little short on breath. (laughs) And I tried to, like, catch my breath and I I couldn't catch my breath. I'm just sitting in the car. And then I'm like, how long until Julie gets back with the bubble tea? (laughs) And it was just too much. Like, yeah. And I was to go back to Dracula. Like, I, I watched this movie literally in the peak of my covid fog like yeah <laughs> that i watched it on tuesday when i was out out yeah. sick and like literally as the covid fog was hitting me was like the opening scene of this movie and so i didn't i don't know how much i actually watched and <laughs> how much happened in my brain uh, and yeah. then the worst symptom of all i think is i broke my toe okay that, i don't think what? that's probably a, a symptom uh, I, I don't know i don't yeah but go on yeah go ahead i literally i was just walking around the house yeah. cause i've been in my house now for yeah. 10 days and i uh broke my toe walking around the house uh, yeah <laughs> you just stubbed and you just i'm not i can't go to the doctor <laughs> did you my, cough and stub it no which pinky toe yeah, pinky pinky toe? Toe. Oh, oh those break pinky. pretty often surprisingly oh, yeah so i didn't really i didn't think it was broken yeah. and then the other day i looked down and it's all fucked up. Well, as I was saying, Ryan, uh, pull your fucking shit together yeah. with the accents. God. We are a serious improv troupe. Um, you know, just it doesn't it doesn't matter if you have a life threatening illness. Uh, we extremely just, we uncomfortable. Deliver. <laughs> we gotta deliver on <laughs> my feet. Honestly, it's my feet, man. My I've got such poor circulation in this yeah. foot. I'm wearing two pairs of socks. I have it elevated under my desk right now. Mm-hmm. Like I am, and and yeah, so look, I know you're okay. agonizing. Do, you, pain, do yourself a but... favor, okay? Scoot your chair back. Put your feet up so they're on other side of the camera yeah. so we can't see them. And just mm-hmm. you know, like this. Oh, relaxing. Record for yeah. right Are you here. wearing pants at all? <laughs> <laughs> no. What? Yes, I am wearing shorts. That's for the YouTube audience. See, you like YouTube audience. This Hit is what you on get Instagram. By, yeah, by watching our videos of, of this podcast. Um, but yeah, this is our Dracula episode, as Ryan mentioned. This was, uh, I, I think, in many ways, this was our, our, our most feverish of the season. We always watch like one. Literally. Uh, yeah, li- <laughs> literally in Ryan's case. Um, but before we, we kind of go there, when I, when I was kind of looking at this movie, one thing a lot of people talk about, for, for better or worse, is the acting in the movie, right? Oh. Um, you know, a lot of people pan certain things or, or they really like certain things. Um, so it kind of got me thinking about just acting as a craft. You know, mm-hmm. it got me thinking about like, how would we do in, 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 in various acting we scenarios? Would blow Keanu Reeves we, out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had a couple of episodes where in previous seasons where we've kind of explored this space a little bit and took our own crack at things. You know, how good are we at inhabiting characters after about five seasons of, of seeing, you know, 50 plus characters, you know? And we've been doing this thing uh, called improv, improv comedy where we try to inhabit very specific characters. So it's been a while, I know, guys, since I've, I've put on my coach hat. So uh-huh. I think we can, we can exercise. We did a little dry run in the beginning with, with, the, with the Dracula, for, pardon the pun. Um, so we can, we can now... Pun? 
What's he's the pun just, there? He, uh, he, he sucks dry. the dry run. He sucks like sucks the blood that's dry. A little, that's a stretch that's, for a pun. Yeah, that's out of there okay. for pun well, territory. We're going on joke yeah. territory. I'm the fucking coach that. here. All right, you guys, you guys are the you guys are the students. So I'm gonna run you guys through a couple of improv exercises. And we're going to see how good you get. So people have listened to our show now for like a year, and they've seen you guys improve under my gigantic wings. So we're going we're gonna to begin here. Thank you for wings. <laughs> we're gonna... uh, Jack, the only positive feedback yeah. I've ever received from people is about our improv. I think we might lose a bit of our audience when we don't start with the movie review. And they're like, what the f- What the What's fuck going are these on? doing? Well... To yeah. be fair, we haven't done that much this uh, season. It's all been about the yeah. K-Man. We've done other we've done other games this season, but I figured this is a good chance, you know, because this this is a, they talk about like the characters in this a lot in this movie. There's a lot of hard hitters, mm-hmm. including our boy. So I'm going to give as a warm up for you guys. I'm going to do a, a do something that's our bread and butter, and then we're going to move into a more challenging exercise. OK, Mad Libs. The so, Mad Lib. What I'm going to do is I'm, I'm on can I get a dot com a, a special generator. Uh-huh. First, I'm going to give you guys a location. This is how we do it. in can I get a dot com newcomers? This is how it goes. I'm going to give them a location, relationship and word. Now, Jason, Ryan are going to have to act out a scene and I'm going to stop them um, at a given time. So uh, for the first one, I location. can't tell if he's not OK or if he's preparing for the improv scene and he's going to turn around and he's going to be in character. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna R- wipe Ryan, the floor are with you me. Okay? <laughs> he's gonna be like, "It's me." <laughs> Honestly, talking is making my throat a little dry. But do you need to take a break? Get some warm water. No, I I have a thing of tea here. Okay, I just that's warm water. Yeah, if you need, dude, if you need to take a break, or fucking good i'm good i just don't i don't know how much i'm gonna be able to i think i, I could probably i probably obviously honestly sound sick yeah but like uh well, I'm sorry I did this on this episode. I didn't even think about this. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. I'm making this sick man do this. Like, okay. All right. Well, just let me know. Um, all right. Location to start us off. Uh, the location is a baby shower. Okay. You guys are both at a baby shower. Showering you're, a baby? You're not showering a baby. Okay. This is when you, I think you shower the mom. Oh, we are dressed, dressed as a baby. baby. No. It um, could be. Okay. You, you guys color it yourself. We gotta wait. You guys color it Shower yourself. baby. Okay. Now, your guys' relationship is a pardon me while well, a doctor and an assassin all right and then um your your i'm gonna have a phrase that you guys are gonna have to say and, and this is from uh, improvglasgow.com and they have this thing where it's called random line from moby dick and you guys are gonna have to work this into the scene okay um so the the, the line is vacant unconscious reverie is this absent-minded youth by the blending all right, so you guys are gonna have to work this phrase into it. I can Perfe- say it again, so Perfe- you guys can write it down. Yep, Professor, down front. Yeah. What? What was that? Yeah. So I'll let you guys. I'll say it again, so you guys can write it down. I don't know. I honestly don't know if I could say that. Vacant, vacant unconscious reverie. Reverie. Is this absent-minded youth by the blending? <laughs> this sounds dirty. It could. It could be whatever. This sounds like want. something out of Dracula. We could take a line from Dracula. Yeah. Well, this is a line from Moby Dick, dude. I think Same I'm pretty thing. sure Herman Melville uh let me absent-minded see. youth by the blending by the blending yes thank you so herman melville was around in in the 1800s so i think he's a little, he's a little older than than our, our boy bram with with a blender <laughs> i could pick a different line if this is too difficult. no it's fine I didn't, okay, i'm only right, five words right. into it vacant unconscious reverie is this absent-minded youth by the blending 
Do we, uh, this is, an, uh, this is just a clarification. Yeah. Is it that one of us has to say this entire phrase? Or is it that, like, we have to work uh, these right, words Right, stop in? asking questions. That's not how improv works. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, you just say yes and, Ryan. That's, that's the first rule of improv. Um, yes and? and? To, yes, and to answer your question, just work it in. You know, just work it into convo. Maybe one of you, when you see the right moment, you can slip in the line to kind of, you know, relate it to what you guys are talking about. You, you know, know how, like, doing this you're in the office in real life, Ryan, and you've got to work in, like, a, you're guilty! You know, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's vacant, unconscious reverie is this absent-minded youth by the blending. I'll give it to and you. have random Wikipedia article and random song as well. What? Random Wikipedia article uh, that you can work in is Ian Lumsden. Or are you giving us multiple options? Or are you just no, no, saying no, that? Saying, that no, okay, no. okay, no, okay. I've given you, I've given you the things. All right. Yeah. I pay you um, by the hour to coach me, and you've wasted yeah. twenty minutes of it, like by well, it's at, times making are fucking me tough, dude. Trying, yeah. Oh, yeah. Times are tough for you. Times are fucking tough. Yeah. Dude. Cash flows up getting, the ladder. You guys are taking an improv class during during a fucking tough economic time. So who's the who's the tough one now? I'm I'm just working a job. Eat. Children. Okay. Children. Yeah. So let's let's just get down to business here, guys. All right. Let's get some yucks out. Everyone's looking for a laugh right now. This was a, a bleak for the movie yums. we watched. So once again, this is what is this? <laughs> this is at a baby shower. You guys are a doctor and an assassin. And whatever I just told you to say as well, work that in however you see fit. Nice to meet you. How long have you yeah. known the couple? I, yeah, about, so that's, about, that's what I was about to say. I, de- I deliver the babies. You deliver the baby? Oh, yeah. I yeah. delivered the last seven, <laughs> and I th- will probably deliver these three. You're so close with the family. They're having triplets? Yeah, how are you at the baby shower for this, and you don't know this? I met John, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. And we hit it off. Same. We went fishing, and he invited me here. We, uh, we have a love for, we, we love a lot of the same things. Um, theater, yeah. fishing. Uh, houseboats. Houseboats. Yeah, man, I'm a houseboat too myself. So you're a you're a doctor or a, uh, well, I mean, sort a of mid husband, so, so to speak. Yeah. A PhD in sociology. Oh, OK. That kind of doctor. Yes. Um, in fact, yeah, I don't work in a hospital or anything. It's just like we just uh, have the same commute. Good at delivering so babies, like, though. It's just it's the well, not really. I don't know. Fifty percent. And like the, oh. we have the same commute. So like, you know, if they're going to the hospital. And they don't make it. I'm usually in traffic, right? You know. Yeah. Um. You know, it's. I know we just met. Can I? Can I shoot? Shoot something at you back and forth? Yeah. Yeah. Just. I don't. I've been making too much of a killing, and I've been trying to, you know, uh, study here. Um. Can I deliver a line to you, really quickly? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, Let's go over by the got. cake really quick. It's. Uh, it's it's okay. a bit crowded over here. <clears throat> okay. Now we're by the cake. Looks like a good cake. Okay, pause. Pause. Switch characters. Okay, action. So, uh, <clears throat> here's the line. You come to my house, and you, uh, you, you, you do this to me? You do this? I've never seen The Godfather, but I imagine this is a line from The Godfather. Look how they massacred my boy. That is fantastic. Where? Yeah. How was your relationship with your mother? Oh, man. Uh, you know what? That's the thing is like whenever I think about my mom, I just think about how this uh, vacant unconscious vacant. reverie is this like 
absent-minded youth by the bonding or that's not bonding it's, it's the blending. line is blending from the book i have a yeah. phd you Id- imbecile <laughs> and scene ryan uh for the, for the non-video ryan stabbed uh, jason <laughs> yeah that was great stuff guys uh <laughs> oh, so very long time. once again we were really yeah. into we were trying to sell the yeah. characters we were really i want to spend the a good characters. like four minutes selling the characters before i even get to the rest of the bit Ryan, you were like a fucking Paul Thomas Anderson actor where it's just like this like vibe where you build this whole backstory. Like you're like uh like Brad Pitt in Glorious Bastards, where he was told this like huge backstory. <laughs> where he's like, it's so colored. So you guys, you know, uh, very like, good. Uh where that he's like, uh Gorlami. <laughs> it also sucks at accents. So you guys, uh, you know, I, I could see multitudes in, in your characters. Um, the comedy will come, you know, it'll, it'll come after a while. So, but you guys are doing the most important part, which is inhabiting your characters, which I think is really important. What's um, funny about an assassin and a doctor yeah. in a mm-hmm. baby shower? I don't know. Where am I supposed <laughs> I was, to go? I was, with that? I was, yeah, I was, I was wondering I whether cool. we should go with the, the shower yeah. angle. Okay. I didn't listen. I didn't give you the prompt. This is fucking generator. Okay. So that's good. So let's do another that's scene. Fun. Let's do another scene. Good job, guys. So we're going to do, I'm going to do another location, relationship, and another line, okay? <clears throat> location, customer service desk, relationship. Let me guess. Hang on. <laughs> customer and employee. Computership AI. <laughs> this is going to be a vampire and a werewolf. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Little, little topical. Uh, and then let's see here. I'm going to have you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, and the line one of you guys are going to have to work in is, oh, thou clear spirit of clear fire, whom on these seas I as Persian. Right. OK, different one. Um, this is okay, I love that one. That was good. Was her great original, the tire of this Carthage, the place where the and then that's the line. OK, no, let's do this one. Bondsman, spurn the idle bell and the hideous dragon. Turn from the and then fill in the blank. Right? Oh, we're okay. Now read it slowly so I can write it down. Yeah. Bondsman. <laughs> Excuse me. Bondsman. Period. Bondsman. Next line. Bondsman. James Bondsman. Spurn the idle bell, as they say. Uh, bell is capitalized. If that means anything to you. Well, so it's a uh, biblical. Sure. A- and the hideous dragon. Semicolon. Turn from the fill in the blank. All right, you guys got the line down. So now let's do a new scene. You're a vampire and a werewolf at a customer service desk, okay? So uh, remember the first rule of improv is yes and build off each other, inhabit the characters, and establish a relationship. That is the foundation of, of a scene. So find the relationship, find the scene, action. For the last right. time, I have told you I am tired of you yelling at me on this on this call, okay? We have been making the werewolf colors for a century. I cannot tell you how to take it off on a simple phone call. Well, it's not my fault that the whole thing is fucking covered in silver then. Well, that is the point. What do you mean? You bought it? Uh, certainly, you're calling this nine because you bought the color because it is covered in silver? Uh, man, you said it was silver colored. 
Oh my goodness. Okay, we cannot protect. You know what? I'm tired of this. See, my the, boss is being a piece of shit. Made okay? of gold and the red ones made of red. You think I have to put up with you on this insolent call every Look, single day, like, like every like other customer that Look, doesn't know how to read? I'm Where were like you bitten? You. Where were you transformed into a vampire? Into a werewolf? Were I'm you a normal person. What? You're like you're like my werewolf thing, but the whole time this vampire thing. You know, like I, I'm a normal person. I can't walk around with this fucking collar stuck on my neck. Well, this is why I'm a human. I have a job, nine to five. I work why in were you searching factory. for a werewolf collar? And why would you put it on? I thought I could take it off. Oh God, I can't even. It says, "Did you? Are you in front of your computer? You're on the call. Yes. I can get on my computer. I just, I want you. I want you oh, to know. Hold on, let me close that browser. What was on the browser? Something about bondsmen, I don't know. Okay, okay. Now I'm headed up to here, dealing with customers like you that don't the phone. read the fine print. Okay, okay. what's the fine print? Color does not... Pause. Switch characters. Okay? Unpause. The fine... The fi you want another fine print? What the I didn't... I, silver colored. I've got to go to work, man. Please, please help me. Just get somebody to take it off. Call a neighbor or something. So, wait. Any, anyone else can take it off? It's the fact that you can't. Um, it's the fact that you can't take it off. Uh, by the way, we're about. in a uh, one-way state, so I'm recording this conversation, and now I know that your collar doesn't work as it's intended. I'd like a full refund, please, and I'm gonna keep it. Ah, uh, bondsman! <laughs> Burn the idle bell in the hideous dragon. Turn from the werewolf collars into. I'm quit this fucking job. <laughs> and see, that was a great scene, guys. Um, a little long in the tooth, pardon the pun. Oh my a little, little bit of an improv for you guys uh, from an expert. I don't understand uh, what but the long was, in the tooth thing is it, about. It was, it was a great scene. Are we supposed to you be guys, doing these faster? I don't get it. Is that yeah. what that is that what that joke is? Um, well, just you know, in tighter. You know, people like punchy, tight scene. Uh, I'm guys... a vampire, bondsman, spoon out of bed. I'll make a joke the whole time. Oh, are you a werewolf? And we're on Sorry a customer help desk. A world. Yeah, why? Why even pretend like we're on a customer help desk call if Let one of us isn't like going to be so fed up with their work movies. and their boss that they want to kill everybody around? I have one more exercise. Oh, for you two, I love it. This is going to be an exercise called Party Quirks, okay? And so you two, and the premise of Party Quirks oh, fuck. is going Wait, to be, I'm going to give, I'm going to send each of you a prompt, okay? And you guys are at, you guys are in a party scenario, or I'll give you another scenario, but the point is you two are going to have a conversation, um, and at the end of the scene, which I will end at a given time, you guys will have to figure out who the other person is, like what their deal is, Okay. Now, I love these so much. And I will okay, so for our audience, maybe who didn't listen to this last time, this was the only improv. It was the first improv bit that I actually like enjoyed doing. But the, <laughs> there was a situation <laughs> because I got way too into it. Apparently, it didn't give Jace like enough like obvious clues. Well, listen, right? Don't apologize for getting into character. You know, so that, well, that's the last two True. times me and Jace just tried to do something. He just told us it was long in the tooth. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm the yeah. coach here. So we'll work with it in this one. This is this is a scene where you guys are going to be inhabiting a character in a way that you didn't you didn't have to before. Okay. This is the scene where you get to inhabit something. Let's maybe not make it 
uh like 30 minutes long like like some people have done so but this one will make a tight scene but we'll really get into it okay and I, I, this is an experiment because i want to show that you guys can get into characters uh more than than professional actors more than some people that are in this movie okay so oh, yeah well, well more like one particular person who was in this movie okay well we'll talk about it. gary oldman uh, so i'm going <laughs> i sent you guys both messages once you guys can see your messages, I'm going to have you take your headphones off and not listen. And I'm going to just going to say to the audience what I've sent to you guys just so they're they're in on it. OK, so are, have you guys gotten the messages? Yeah, I have mine. I'm going to turn my volume down. Give us a thumbs up and we can put our shit back on. All right. So I am going to now say it. The one I gave Ryan is a Froyo shop owner who is secretly possessed by Optimus Prime. And for Jace, I uh, gave Darth Vader, who is trying to figure out who wrote a mean note on his car. Alrighty, so now we're, we're gonna I'm gonna have them put their headphones back on um, and we'll do this. I'm putting giving them a thumbs up. They're putting it back on. The audience now knows what you guys are going to be playing at. And remember, you want to make this <laughs> at least passively easy for the other party. OK, it's it's a good thing if they figure it out. But just try to color, you know, a fun way to show your character, make it believable, give them some depth. You know, they're so, more than just who they are. What's the setting? <laughs> Hey, that's my guy. <laughs> you were there. How long have you been standing here? Well, that's perfect, Jace, because I'm going to have you guys uh, be in a grocery line. Oh, you're giving us a location? Yeah, so I, you, I guys forgot. Are, you guys are going to be... Yeah, I forgot that's a part of the thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's perfect. So you guys are in a grocery line. I'll just let you start. Jace is already in character. Go ahead. I asked you a question. <sighs> Uh, yeah, you asked me this totally normal human question. Um, I, an appropriate amount of time. I would like to know how long you've been standing outside of this grocery store waiting to get in because of COVID protocols. Yes. Um, I think probably 23 minutes and 57 seconds going on 58 right now. Would you happen to know who thinks <laughs> Nino Nino Boo Boo, you parked your car like doo doo? <laughs> what? Who? Do I know who thinks that? <laughs> I, I don't need, understand. I, I I'm thinking about it right him. now. Do you. Did someone leave that note on your car? Yes. What kind of car do you have? Intergalactic 92. Oh. I drive that big semi over there. The one with the cool flames on the front? I oh, have the wait. utmost respect for people who drive trucks. Oh, that's great to hear, I guess. Uh, what? What's the... <laughs> I, I don't quite understand. Because I didn't leave that note. I don't know what that note means. I'm... Uh, maybe this is obvious, but I'm not from here. Uh, I just, uh, man, I wish, sometimes I wish I was from here. I, you know, I just don't understand. I don't understand these people, uh, you know, like. I'm not from here either. Sometimes I don't even understand, you know, the difference between ice cream and frozen yogurt. And I'm only visiting this sector. <laughs> Some people like one more than the other. Uh, I don't understand it. You're visiting, you said. Yes. Where Do you want, do you, uh, do you like frozen treats? Tell me who you are. Uh, my name is 
Um, inefficientus, um, uh, root. Let me try my space magic one more time. <laughs> Tell me who you are. That's literally who I am. Uh, that's not an alias based on the exact opposite of who I am. Would you please uh, tell me your name I'm again so some, that I can figure it out? I'm just here to get my ingredients, my yogurt. You, so you said, ma yeah, space magic. I'm familiar with space. I don't know this magic thing. I don't think, I honestly don't think, uh, I don't think they have that where I'm from. Where are you from? Oh, you will tell know. me. <laughs> Uh, Burbank? I guess. Is that, is that a place? <laughs> I have surmised that you are not the person who called me a neener neener boo boo. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, that's what I said. Uh, I don't... <laughs> I don't... I think... Man, so... <laughs> Yeah, that's once again, man. That's not gonna work. Hey guys, are you guys in line? You guys in line for the um the grocery the fuck store? Out of this. <laughs> oh god. Hey, I'll just get behind you guys. I will defend this with my honor. Did you call me a Nina Nina boo boo? <laughs> You guys are both making a lot of noises for me. Um, I didn't. I didn't call you anything. But honestly, you're coming on kind of strong right now. Do you want coupons? Um, I got. I've got some. I guess. Are you aligned with the evil? The evil Megatron? I. I I'm just. I'm just in line, uh, trying to get in this store. Uh, you're just, I you're uncovered you once again, Megatron. I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> All right. Uh, scene. You guys have have killed the third party that I've introduced. Yeah, that, rather that's ceremoniously. A, that's a real good way to end end a scene. Uh, I guess he was a bit of a he was a bit of a wet blanket. So I think maybe it's best you killed him off. Um, yeah. And uh, so yeah. Jace's character seemed to have two things. Uh, he was Darth Vader. And he got in your opinion, you know, in your yeah, opinion. and he was he parked poorly at this Trader Joe's and therefore someone left an angry note. <laughs> OK, and then uh, Jace, what what do you think? Ryan's I, um, deal was first, was first, I thought he was a space fish man from <laughs> uh, the and then he he said he's from Burbank, which I think is in California, which yeah, is the airport. There. Um, and and then he started talking like a robot to you at the very end there. So I kind of he said he knows about space. I kind of think he's a, a Decepticon or he is a Transformer. And okay. um, I don't know. He's and what he's deal, he's he is lactose intolerant. So he's looking for uh frozen yogurt instead of ice cream okay that's um you guys are both uh really really close so uh, so jace's prompt 
He was uh, Darth Vader, who was trying to figure out who wrote a mean note on his car. Nice job, James. <laughs> Great Foley work, too. Uh, what what the audience was missing out on was was that you were waving your hand as like a force. And there was like <laughs> the perfect <laughs> between every question. And then Ryan was uh, a Froyo shop owner who was secretly possessed by Optimus Prime. That's a lot more convoluted, I feel. Than <laughs> it's difficult for me to work in the Froyo stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you try and i i did introduce a third character just to create some more expository notes it did work because you guys pretty much shouted all your character details straight at him yeah i said megatron um, and, are you megatron it's <laughs> summarily executed him on the spot <laughs> darth vader would have done it yeah optimus he, he, is actually pro killing in a lot of circumstances i think optimus is kind of a fascist right like yeah. mm-hmm. did they vote him in or was it literally just because he came from a line of primes and yeah, uh, took over it's nepotism yeah. over there on planet prime yeah people think transformers are so fucking great like how come how come they transform into like camaro so you think you well think that's i think like a, a certain of... end of the political spectrum thinks yeah. transformers are so great oh okay same I mean, group I, of people I like, who like the movie armageddon yeah. i mean i like transformers i think optimus is pretty cool if he, he's a fascist but like i i'm not a robot though like i'm not a, i don't really care what his like a lot you know i would agree with that yeah like yeah, i, I really yeah, would yeah, agree that you're not a robot like he's not he's not coming here to like do like you know like fascist right like he's he's here to just do other stuff like but it's his alignment like if i voted on his planet like i then i'd care right well they don't have that anymore because oh it's gone right yeah <laughs> it doesn't even it doesn't even matter so they're just there oh. yeah well like great uh, turn into yeah. planes yeah that's pretty cool starscream starscream the big cool. yellow one's the sun um, what brian are you are you feeling okay i don't I, I, you're just you're saying a lot of stuff right now Ryan, hear me out. Maybe the perfect segue. You seem a little foggy. Just start giving the summary for Dracula. <laughs> we watched Dracula, guys. Is it we my turn? Keanu Reeves movie yes, Dracula. It's your fucking turn. <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> I was wondering whether it was going to be my turn or not. Okay, yeah. so we have a bit of a situation because I am not entirely sure that, like, I knew what the story of Dracula was before this movie. I don't know if it matters, does it? Well, I'm confused about what... I'm kind of confused about what happened, and I'm kind of confused about why they chose to put that stuff in the movie. Well, just give us, you know, just the setup, and we can we can parse it out. Maybe. Okay, maybe, maybe okay. We can figure it out. Dracul. He is cool. Let's get this out in the open. Dracul guy. Dracul. <laughs> uh, played by Gary Oldman. Um, he's a great actor, and he... Uh, his wife is played by Winona Ryder. And back in the day, I think in the 1400s, in Transylvania, which is, I think, Romania around, right? Yeah, um, I think it's a part of Romania. Yeah, it's basically know. like Vlad the Impaler, right? And so Vlad Dracula is like warring across the countryside and he loses a battle, okay? Mm. And word gets back to his castle in Transylvania. Well, he won the battle. Right? He won the battle. Oh, he, I think yeah, he, he lost. I think he won the battle. There was just some he underhanded tactics. Okay, I guess it's Ryan's synopsis. So Ryan, I guess Ryan's, he lost. He lost the battle. He outranks us here. Word comes back to his wife, and she thinks uh, she, for some reason, uh, thinks that he's dead. Oh, she Aww. for some reason thinks that he's dead. Dang it! And uh, so she does the old Romeo and Juliet. And he gets back and the priests have her like perfectly preserved body. And uh, 
they're like, oh, well, she's going to hell because she killed herself. Sorry, and loopholes does not fly with Vlad. Uh, and so he gets to chopping and he says some pretty bad stuff about G.O.D. Yeah. If uh, G.O.D. Uh, <laughs> God. God. Duh. God. Uh, he says some pretty blasphemous stuff. So they say, like, you're cursed forever and the blood runs out of shit. OK, that's pretty much all I remember. No. And then uh, he dies somehow. Right. He's like cursed to live. Oh, no, he didn't die. Who the hell knows how he actually turns into a vampire? That's never explained. Yeah, how it isn't. Mm-mm. He drinks the blood out of the cross. Oh, he, he does the, the sippy sippy. He did the yeah. He did all the sacrilegious shit. He stabbed the cross. Sorry, Ryan, this is a synopsis. But he I, briefly he he drinks the blood out of the cross, make it turn to vampire. Uh, disagree. But and then six hundred years later, Keanu Reeves is a lawyer, and he uh is sent by his firm to go to Dracula's estate and help him make a bunch of real estate purchases in London. And they need the help of Keanu Reeves for some reason. And Keanu Reeves' sweetheart, Mina? She looks exactly like Winona Ryder. And basically, the rest of the movie is Dracula finding out that Keanu Reeves' girlfriend looks like Dracula's old wife. And uh, the fallout, because then, okay, and then Dracula goes to London and does some heinous stuff. And reverts his age it doesn't make any sense and they make this girl sick and then they go back to transylvania and they have a race there's a big race scene i'm not joking and that's and the movie just sort of ends yeah i think that's that's just about that's just about it um, it's about three hours in between those two like i it's literally set up and then a bunch of stuff that really does not matter and then well, credits oh sure, sure. and, and this what I wanted to, to color in as, as well. Oh, we'll color in. If, yeah, exactly. We're going to color it. I don't want to like spoil it. Right. But also uh, just just as background for Dracula in, in cinema. There, as you guys probably know, there's a fuckload of Dracula movies. There's by my count when I went on like the Wikipedia page, there's roughly 96 or so Dracula movies released. We saw one of them. That's crazy. There's I think like 10 percent of all movies are Dracula movies. Um, some of my favorites. That I that I went through and wanted to get your guys' opinions. Uh, Billy the Kid versus Dracula. That was a sixty. Oh, hell yeah, dude! It's, uh, okay. The Bandit versus Dracula. Uh, another one is a uh, Batman Dracula, which is an unauthorized Andy Warhol fan film where Batman uh, tries to fight Dracula. Later on, there is another Batman versus Dracula that is authorized in two thousand five. This one, if you look at the trailer for this one, this is fucking wild. Is uh, the Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires which is a kung fu movie where Dracula leads a team of martial arts master vampires against Peter Cushing's Van Helsing. What's the rating um, on that? Take my money. <laughs> yeah, when was that? It's the 70s. It's This was at the peak of like kind of the kung fu type. Hey, movies. Uh, yeah, it's got Peter Cushing right before he was in Star Wars. And uh, it's a vampire movie as well. And then, of course, uh, this one, which is what we tried to watch in our dog season, Zoltan, Hound of Dracula. Uh, that one just looks like a bang, dude. Guys, I know what I'm pitching. <laughs> dog movies a- around two. Dog movies round two. Dracula movies could not even vampire movies. Dracula movies on their own <laughs> just could inhabit multiple seasons. But yeah, I just wanted to, to cover that because we did see a Dracula, probably one of the most iconic for our generation. 
yeah. It's weird because I really had never heard of this movie. And I yeah. consider myself the person who kind of like has heard of the movie <laughs> between sure. the three of us. Like, yeah. And so I'm surprised. I was surprised I, I did not know about this movie. Well, this movie was nominated for four Academy Awards and it won three. What? You know, best costume design. Okay. Sound yeah, editing. It's all in the special okay. effects. Yeah. 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 And okay. Best art direction nominated. Uh, it had an original song by Annie Lennox of the Eurythmics. Love Song for a Vampire, which was in the credits, which fucking slaps. The music video is amazing. The moody synth. Yeah, the music video is three hours long. <laughs> it's the movie. <laughs> There's a skit in front of the music video. But yeah, like, I guess first impressions, that intro of the movie, I was kind of shook by the fucking intro. I thought that intro kind of was banger. fucking sick. Oh, the intro yeah. to the movie you're talking about in the actual yeah. talking the actual about the movie, movie itself. Yeah. Holy wait, shit. Speaking of, wait, wait, when he was, mm -hmm. we're talking about 1400, right? Yeah, or am 1462. I, yeah. yeah. Man, I was hooked. Right? Like, that was awesome. I was like, is the whole thing going to be like this? Narrator, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing, yeah. I'm going to be honest, they spent all that time on the costume design mm -hmm. and the VFX. If a woman jumps off of a cliff into water, yeah. She's gonna be exploded. Okay, she's gonna so. be destroyed. <laughs> that was I. That, that was like the first thing that popped in my mind. I was like, "How? Wait, was it? <laughs> like the like biggest gap ever." I was like, "They go through describing. She's like, she's she got a bloody jumped, nose. She jumped off of a cliff into a river. And it's like, what the fuck? I saw you just showed me how big that cliff was, and then she's really? like." <laughs> What do you guys want from the movie? A fucking bucket in the middle yeah. of the yeah, thing holding sure. life? Like, they, they, sure. They literally, like, they Jesus have, Christ. like, all these crazy special effects that, like, that are revolutionary, apparently. They kill herself and, some other way. Going from, like, uh, she jumped off a cliff and, yep, bloody nose. <laughs> I, I, I think of all the things. I just... Oh, I, I, it's, it's stuck out immediately. It's stuck out really immediately bad. to me. Okay, Continue. it's like having the main character in your film get shot in the next scene, their hands cut yeah. off, and it's like, oh, they were cut by a sword, when your narrator yeah. just explained to you that they got shot horrendously. It was like, what's the... It's like something out of Black Dynamite or something. <laughs> okay, so you guys just wanted his obliterated wife on, on the church. No, she could have killed that. herself in any and other why way. Would you do that? Yeah, why would you do it I where just, she gr dies yeah. a horrific death? And yeah. then, like, yeah, like they say, it's like, imagine they didn't show, choose, jumped off a 500 foot cliff Could and they anything. chose, like, she burned herself. And then the next scene, her normal <laughs> body is just chilling. <laughs> like, well, maybe it was the mannequin. I know, but the fact that me and Jace both noticed it and yeah. it both took us out of the film. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I, in, my, in my synopsis, I skipped over a lot on purpose. I didn't talk about the comings and goings of the characters and stuff because some of that stuff I want to like get into jokes with but like sure. the vast array of characters I think kind of distracted me from what this story is really about and it's like about Dracula going after this girl the intro was the best part of the movie because it was just this story like you had this desire and you had all this you know betrayal and misinformation and stuff and then it gets into the movie and it's two hours about this woman who's in london sick and it's not even someone that we've talked about so far 
Oh, are you thinking of uh, Lucy? The yeah, the, his, the, his the most blood, of this movie is a blood bag. Most of this movie is about this woman who gets sick in London, who's rich, and she's Mina's roommate, I guess, in a way, or like best friend. And all the suitors who are there to one who want to marry her, they are all, they're the main characters for most of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's kind of revolves around Lucy because she's, I think, the first victim, right, of of the vampire because yeah. she gets bit and she's mm-hmm. kind of being drained, and then eventually gets to the point where Dracula makes the decision out of frustration to convert her right into a vampire, and that's I think where in the maybe in the original stories where it's like, oh shit, this is something he can do. He can convert people into being like him. And yeah. maybe that's the scary right. Part. So there's like, a, but there's an unnecessary hour or so where she's like on the mend. And she's like every day. They're like she's like I'm getting better, and they're like okay, well we'll check in tomorrow. And then cut scene. It's it was, tomorrow. Let's go check on Lucy today. Like Jesus, golly man, where's this guy from Texas hey, come from? Hey guys, we need Texas. a way to explain Van Helsing. Okay, it's gonna be tough. He can't just be one of the main characters. He actually has to be known by a doctor that's trying to bang Lucy. Right. <laughs> Sounds perfectly logical. <laughs> Dr. Van Helsing. I mean, to get into, I mean, there's a lot of characters to talk about. Anthony Hopkins killed with Van him. Helsing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was, He's the only yeah. thing that saved the second half of this movie. Anthony Hopkins played Van Helsing. And also the priest, I guess he was kind of a reincarnation like Mina. He was that initial priest that, dracula screamed at in the in 1462 oh i didn't catch that who's the priest uh anthony hopkins yeah he played the both roles where he was the priest and back then and then he was also van helsing so kind of the mortal enemy throughout time just like mina was his kind of love throughout time i didn't catch that yeah i like that okay you know it's it's you know (laughs) it's a fucking coppola film come on it it was ed uh good for me van helsing like he brought in like much needed comic relief i feel yeah oh yeah funny dude <laughs> i was so happy when i laughed like in this movie yeah. because for like an hour and a half i'm just sitting there staring at the screen and hoping it gets better and then anthony hopkins kind of like revives it a little bit somebody asks yeah. a stupid question he's like yes and then people <laughs> in the dining room this movie's amazing because it's got this guy's name on it <laughs> Yeah, like his uh, some of his lines were so great because like Mina will be like, oh, how did Lucy die? Was she in great pain? He's like, yeah, she yes. was in great pain. We cut off her head, drove a stick through heart, burned it. And then she found peace and just their expression of like, oh, what the fuck? And during the funeral where he pulls aside one of the suitors and he's like, hey, I know you're sad, but hey, can you cut off her head and rip out her heart real quick? And the guy just walks away. He had the um, I heard like the original Van Helsing. I, I grew up with a Hugh Jackman, Van Helsing. I don't know about mm-hmm. you guys from the, from the movie. The original one's supposed to be kind of like a mad old scientist, which was new to me. I was expecting like the hunk Van Helsing, uh, not kind of the genius. Like the we, we get the separate. We get the the medical doctor who has this wide array of of medical field knowledge and historical knowledge versus the dude that's buff. And he's like, I slay vampires. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> We got the nerd in this one. <laughs> yeah. But this this dude was cool, man. Like, you guys you guys want to bet this guy knows how to fucking party in in Dude, he fucks. Yeah. 1892. This dude when he <laughs> slaps down there at that restaurant, he just slapped yeah. down that giant piece of meat and he's like, <laughs> here you go, he <laughs> Yeah, this dude was this dude was nuts, so he, he was fun to watch. 
speaking of of nutso dudes i mean what'd you guys think of gary oldman is dracula man like creepy yeah i think uh gary did such a good job i think it's a it's a ham job for the ages like he <laughs> he hammed it up so much i thought maybe for a while he was like uh he lost himself there a little bit sometimes i forgot it was gary oldman except for when it just turned into normal gary oldman i i he was my favorite part of the movie i think i think apart from van helsing's limited screen time but like yeah, he did what he could. I think without Gary Oldman, if it was just someone kind of playing it a little bit straight, this movie would be even more forgettable, unfortunately. His performance, there's that term where it's like wet. It's the opposite of dry, where it's just so fucking hammy, so campy. Like he's doing this these huge acts. Like we were doing ridiculous accents earlier. This dude was really bringing the accent yeah. in. And then uh, like when he was, when Jonathan Harker, bless his heart, most fucking polite, house guest i've ever seen when when dracula was doing his crazy shit like trying to shave his face for him and swinging a sword around going crazy i was glued to the screen uh like gary oldman i think kind of owned the whole space um and kind of acted circles i think around most of the cast yeah that was the worst part because like i'm watching these scenes with keanu reeves and we'll get to keep keanu will get his right, piece we'll, later we'll, we'll, yeah but, uh-huh. <laughs> we'll get a whole section for him yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's this section where you can tell the camera work is very like i want it framed like yep. this and the lighting is like this and there's this separate guy playing dracula's shadow oh and, like, dude it's sick and that was so that it's everything's like in motion and stuff and dracula's like doing this huge speech and he's got the accent and the words are very precise and then keanu's like Whoa, dude, I like totally am gonna write this note for you. Whoa! I just came straight off of fucking Bill and Ted. And I think the like some of the pauses were awkward. And I think my biggest problem with this movie was the editing. And that you I mean think... the fucking sick ass scene transitions where a well, fucking so wolf so eyeball right. would erupt into fire? I love well, that so, shit. So, right. So th- I think there's a difference between like, are you talking about the story where we have no idea how much time has passed? Exactly. And we're very confused. There's a difference between scene transitioning, like with your camera work and transitioning scenes like in your screenwriting. Mm-hmm. And the there would be these really cool. There was this one um, where there was a focus pull towards the camera and they're in a garden and they're making out Keanu and uh, Winona Ryder. And then there's this peacock feather that like goes in front of the camera Sick. and focus pulls out and focuses on the peacock feather and then does a crossfade like into a setting sun or something. And I was like, whoa, that's really cool. And then it's just like, hello, I'm in Transylvania now. And the, <laughs> there was no reason to jump that. So either they just cut that out in the like in the interest of time or they had like a second crew and they yeah jace keep going i have a question after uh, keep going keep going and and, or i think they might have had a second crew that they just forgot to hire and that was supposed to shoot all like the in-between transitions and uh they just they just never got around to it take the scene for me i have a really geography Mm -hmm. especially 1400 and then Keanu Reeves going from London to Transylvania. Do what you did in the second half of the movie where you show the map and show <laughs> us the map in the first half 
Because, yeah. I mean, 90% of people out Why? of high school failed U.S. geography, so they don't know shit about... <laughs> Why would they take out a map two hours into a movie where they're painstakingly explaining everything? Hmm. There's like three minutes of footage of Keanu being riding in the journal back. I'm now crossing from France into Germany, and then on the other side of Germany is Poland. And then once we go to Poland, there's a couple of different maps we could take. So we're going to go a little bit south, and... Oh my god, dude, just show the map. It and then later, for there's me. like eight people on screen, and there's multiple people going different places, and they're like, map time. I never got disoriented where they were, for me. Because I know where Transfo- Transylvania is. I guess. I mean, he just they showed the map a few times in the story. I don't know. I, I liked those travel scenes. I, like Even though Keanu's terrible accent aside... Uh, I actually like those scenes where they're kind of doing like a weird double exposure thing. He's talking about his trip. It seems like I'm reading his journal. Um, mm. I read part of the book in middle school, um, and I just remember scenes like that where I just that kind of pulled me in. Where it, I just feel like I'm inhabiting a part of his life where it's like he's going to a far ass away place. And I think it for me that set the tone. But you know, maybe it's a I'm issue. tonally I'm I'm on board with you. I agree. I'm the fifty fifty point. I didn't know where the fuck he was going or how he was getting there because I must have missed the map in the first half of the movie, which would have made it really clear. Because when I saw the second half, I was like, oh, 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 okay." (laughs) That second one, because they were they were actually going hard. He's like, he's going to London. We're going to go through the Strait of Bosphorus and then we're going to catch him over in the Black Sea. Yeah, it was like a freaking yeah. middle school math question that, that that was my least favorite scene in the whole movie because they were like okay so what's gonna happen here audience is we have the ability to use trains so we're gonna go faster than him he's in a boat but Why did he, he left a train? yesterday well that's the thing so like Don't ask that question. he left yesterday <laughs> so he has more time but at a slower rate of speed we have less time but at high rate of speed so we should get there at the same time we're going to get to this port at the time that he's coming to this port we're going to show up we're going to burn his boat and then they get there and they're like we were wrong he, he went to someone else it's like why did you why why did you why did you show that two minutes of explaining a word problem if it doesn't matter it shows then, that he's he's smart and then they do it again and they're like if we leave now on foot and go eight miles per hour east, <laughs> he's going 12 miles per hour west, and we should meet at this intersection. <laughs> His boat actually just got raided by pirates, and he died, and we don't have to worry about oh, it at all. Great. He did, uh, he did do a total the party kill of a, of a pirate boat, didn't he, on the, he did, on on the, the way, way back? There. Yeah. On, on the way right. to London, I think, he did a total party kill mm-hmm. of, a, of a pirate boat, where he just came out and kind of went crazy. Which is sick. Um, they're going to do the same yeah. thing in um, Mo- Mor- Mobius? Mor- Mor- Morbius? Morbius. Oh, Morbius. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe a little hint for a future season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dracula took a couple forms in this movie. <laughs> you know, he had like his old, creepy old guy form, which yeah. I think was great. Looking, you know, ball sack Palpatine, that look. But then he's got this sick, like steampunk mm. Ozzy Osbourne, young Gary Oldman, which I also thought was a great the, look. Like, sick not glasses. Se- not sexy. Yeah. It's 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 for a certain type, I think. Because I think, like imagine that dude <laughs> in the <laughs> Matrix. Like imagine from yeah. Bojack Horseman when he's like, can you imagine him and his underwear? It's like, I literally cannot. <laughs> in your opinion, um, I thought I thought he was he was he had a sexy vibe, you know? 
Um, but I think it's 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 definitely of a certain type. Um, and then uh, this also may be our first actual furry movie, I think, with uh, one of his forms. Yeah, we can talk <laughs> about this, please. I have a question. I, I have a question, too. Uh, 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 maybe it's the same question. <laughs> Are all vampires also werewolves or is this just a Dracula thing? Yeah. So uh, forgive me. Like, I, I remember one of the original things about Dracula and maybe vampires as well as that they're shapeshifters. And they can take forms of, of different animals. I think where the bat thing came from, I think a wolf is one of them. Um, so, yeah, like he he does change into a wolf man in this version of the game. So if he's a bat. He's yes. an animagus and he's a werewolf. Right. I thought I mean, his he has... vampire form was just kind of ha- was hairy. Was all or did he transform into two different things? No, he's got a different vampire form because remember when he's in the house and he's like actually like the really cool giant vampire guy. Oh, I thought that was disgusting. He didn't even have wing flaps. He just had weird chicken arms without hands. He was like, "Eh, eh." it's different how effective the build is. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's that's his uh, his like when he's like horny and that's what he turns into. Oh, but like he has part of man. He's a shapeshifter. We're not so different after all. I think with this original version of Dracula is that he has these vague Satan powers. That's why he has all these things that aren't typical of regular vampire. movies. Is that why he has the weird hairy masturbation palm hands? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is the thing too. He just comes up out of nowhere, like way before the wolf thing is explained and just presents globules of hair. In his hand. And I just remember yeah. that, you know, multiple times I've heard that people say if you jack right. off, you're going to get hairy yes, hands. Hairy this, this has been said. Jace is not just being blue here. This is something that was said to us as children. So <laughs> Dracula is a horny old man who lives by himself. And yeah, maybe it's that's why he has hairy palms. And then when he leaves, he doesn't have hairy palms anymore. So you do the math. And when Keanu had that scene, where, you know, he's kind of in like a four way and Dracula was surprisingly cool with it. You know, they were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't Dracula show up and then like not not really intervene? He was kind of like, hey, come on, guys. <laughs> like, that, was just, that was a weird reaction. Dang. <laughs> I told you not to come over here. That also introduced like one of the most hilarious scenes where like he was he pulls them away from Keanu and then the his four vampire wives are like, oh, are we to have nothing tonight? And I'm like, OK, Dracula's about to have his own four way. But then he's like, here, he pulls out a baby and throws it at them and they just eat it. And Keanu's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and then it just changes the scene. Yeah. OK. OK. So I want to make this clear. I mean, yeah. this is to be said. You would have loved point. to be Keanu trapped in that oh, castle. Oh, with no, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's that like i'm gonna shit on this movie but this movie was up my alley like so <laughs> but like with how like heavy metal 100 yeah. into being like weird and horror and like scary and horny. i just don't think <laughs> it was executed that well but it was i think yeah. i really like the vibe it brought no, definitely, dude. And you guys probably get this vibe from what I'm putting out. But like, if I can be just everything on the table right now, I, I fucking fucking love this movie, dog. Like, that's fine. Yeah, I know okay, and, and that's totally OK. But yeah. like, I think it's one of those movies where and we're going to get into this. But there are so many awesome ideas packed into this two plus hours of the movie. So long. But it doesn't make it a good movie. Like, sure. you know what I call 
things that have a bunch of cool, creative visual ideas packed into it, but they don't necessarily make sense. A music video. Like this is like a mu- this whole thing is like a music video. Like they were just like, then we're going to do this with the camera. And then I got this new trick and we're going to do this. And like there was most of the trivia for this movie is like, hey, did you know that all the effects are practical? And they were just trying each scene was an attempt to figure out how to do something new with the camera, even when that scene wasn't necessary. And so sometimes I imagine that they didn't want to cut certain scenes or chop them down or edit them in, like to be shorter because they were they were like, oh, man, but we worked on this camera trick for like two weeks. And so while this movie either needed to be shorter or longer, I'm I'm not blind to its flaws. It's a very imperfect movie. I just think tonally and the visual aesthetic was so strong, you know, uh, strongly up my alley for me. I think it connected yeah. in a big way. Um, but yeah, I mean, those all those criticisms. Oh, I, I also was literally yeah. sick with COVID. <laughs> right. <laughs> this, this is also a tricky movie to watch when you're not 100% on. If you're inebriated at any level, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's going to be a trip, dude. So like this is a this is definitely like this feels like an LSD trip when you watch it. The visuals, the fog, the colors, mm. the logic of the scenes. It's just like, what the Doesn't fuck is happening? Sense. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's one thing, too. It's like it's so hard to follow. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know the story of Dracula, it's it's basically nonsensical. And but then again, they shoehorn in all this weird stuff about like vampire lore <laughs> and they don't really explain it. Yeah. But it's like kind of a nod to the audience. Like, don't worry, we understand vampire lore. One of my least favorite parts about the movie was actually how much Van Helsing was able to just come up out of nowhere with the vampire lore and somehow pull the whole story of Dracula out of that book. It was it, tonally it felt at the beginning like he murdered yeah. everybody in that castle and nobody was left to survive and then he just pulls out his encyclopedia he's like oh dracula 1400 no oh, wife died <laughs> shit stabbed a cross made a ham filled with blood <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time i did like that he was like oh he's got he's nosferatus they're vampires so it kind of makes it more pervasive it makes it made me feel like the world was uh, a bit more filled with these issues than what we were being shown at the exact time. But at the same time, still kind of nonsensical and like, oh, we can literally find Dracula's story in this book. Uh, we know who yeah. this guy is. OK. Yeah, it was it was like kind of like this quack who knew this obscure piece of knowledge and that he was right. It was it was like a, a like the conspiracy theorist in a movie where he's like, oh, I know this and this is a fucking death snail. And, he you know, he knew. But yeah, it, it was kind of fast, you know, where he, he kind of just like, oh, I found one book and I guess I'm the only literate guy in this entire town. So maybe that that makes sense. <laughs> why He's the only one who knows about fucking vampires. All right, let's let's go. Let's talk about Keanu, man. We've been we've been beating around this bush. Keanu's not in it a ton, but he is a prominent role. He's like he has like a top billing in this movie. Uh, he's kind of the new star at this point in his career. This is like one of the most lampoon performances, I think, in like <laughs> modern film history. The accent is so famous. Like I heard about the accent thing way before I watched this. Man, I didn't think it'd be. Th- I was preparing for bad. But when I when I heard it, where he's like, oh, hello like i that's it not even a good, it's me that's doing like, my bit it sounded like ryan's london bit but somehow worse i just it's i, I can't disconnect head from his voice 
dear god he had the same exact mannerisms as ted too the like quick yeah. short look Whoa. to the left which you know is something that we look for now in keanu movies because it's a staple like oh, a let's short, be clear. He's, short it's not dialogue giving a low keanu meter <laughs> yeah but like short sparse dialogue with a wash stares and quick turns of the head into a stop oh, it totally and then not have something profound to say mm-hmm. right yeah. like there's other actors like matthew mcconaughey might have a similar setup where he has like a reaction to something and then he says something not necessarily prophetic but like this kind of old country smart like way of looking right. at the problem or like maybe something charming keanu is just like okay <laughs> he was yeah he was a bit bland in this movie and can, if i can if i may I mean, and just for for briefly can i can i screen share with you guys to kind of play a scene this is a deleted scene in the movie just to kind of show yeah, um fun. just to kind of show what we're talking about because i think people need to hear this accent <laughs> to really understand what we're what we're talking about so i'm just going to briefly screen share like just a, like a little 20 second uh clip okay this is a scene with uh mina and Jonathan Harker in a garden. Jonathan! My superior, Mr. Renfield, finally lost his greedy mind, and I've been promoted in his place. Jonathan, I'm so happy for you. Then we don't have to wait. We can be married right away. Oh, I'm lost to Lucy. When, Jonathan, when? When I return. Return? From where? I'm off to exotic Eastern Europe. Some foreign count is acquiring property around London. And I'm being sent to close the transactions. Money is no object. Extraordinary. <laughs> Can you imagine the power that sort of wealth commands? Think of it, Mina. Royalty. I'm thinking about our wedding, John. Oh, we can be married when I return. A grand, expensive oh, one that yeah. Lucy and all her aristocratic friends will talk about. Johnson. Why isn't that in the movie? <laughs> fucking sh- show that i don't care how bad his accent is like that's why they cut it out is because it's so fucking bad <laughs> like, well, he's just like yeah totally dude oh, oh i mean like oh, he's bro. Good, man mina this is gonna be so sick it's like the the thing is though i i didn't really feel the weight or any right. precedent to their relationship without that scene watching that 30 second clip maybe be like yeah. oh she actually did like him <laughs> yeah they spend zero time they, they have this yeah. like 15 second conversation before he leaves well maybe the director's cut dude i mean francis ford is one of those he's known for people. the director's cuts yeah he's known, yeah so maybe there's like a six hour version of this that maybe has it's a redux but yeah like that's that's kind of the flavor we're dealing with with Keanu's performance. I fucking love the guy, dude. But this was so miscast. Oh, my Lord. Like, it's either miscast or yeah. misdirected in a way that, like, as soon as you see that he can't do the exit, yeah. go a different direction. Be like, oh, this is my American dude. From- yeah, please. Just, just a small throwaway line. He's from the new state of California. Just that's it. And then he's good. He can talk like naturally. Um, did you guys kind of see his? Brian, you might have because you were on IMDb page like the Francis Ford's kind of comments on the accent. He's kind of no. talked about it a bit like he said, um, you know, they, they wanted he used the term matinee idol like he wanted a heartthrob for Jonathan Harker because he was like, this is not a good part. You just kind of want someone that's going to draw in some audiences. 
he's like he tried so hard that was actually the problem he wanted to do it perfectly and it came off really stilted people don't realize how hard he worked on the accent uh and he was like i tried so hard to get him to relax with it and not do it fastidiously uh, but he's like so maybe i wasn't as critical to him because i liked him personally so much to this day he's a prince in my eyes Aww. and maybe he just he liked him so much. He and that's Keanu. Him. That's Keanu yeah. in a nutshell. Like, even when it's not perfect, he's very lovable. Yeah. And you know what? He actually dated Sofia Coppola um, after making this movie. Like, I think he met Sofia on set hmm. of this movie. So he yeah. like he dated this dude's daughter and, they, you know, they broke up and stuff. But even still, Francis is like, this guy fucking rules. He's the best dude. I love this guy. Hey, Denali. You know yeah. when, like, you give us direction after we do improv, and yeah, yeah. you say that we did it bad and could get better? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that because you don't like us, like Mr. Coppola, like to Mr. Reeves? So the other thing I wanted to kind of cover about Keanu's thing <laughs> is that, like, you know, his attempt at London vernacular has been cited as one of the worst accents in the history of recorded film. There's a scene where uh, Josh Winning from Total Film he says that you can visibly see Keanu attempting not to end every one of his lines with dude. And, uh, you know, it's it's just painful. And he said it, the performance looks like he's perpetually constipated. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a damning review. I, I wasn't bothered by it. Like you that was not my problem with the movie. What? Was it the lawyer stuff? No, but no, seriously, like, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, was he actually a problem? lawyer? He was a lawyer. Yeah, he was a real estate lawyer. Oh, my problem with the movie wasn't, oh, Keanu's accent sucks. My problem with the movie was that, like, you are making some really weird choices. And, like, my time would be better spent doing other things while watching this movie. Like, in fact, I would have preferred more Keanu. Really? I think that I would like the movie better if they did more Keanu and less of the Lucy and her literal three boyfriends. Yeah. I mean, you you kind of mentioned to me, too, uh, we were kind of off camera, but like we wanted more scenes with him in the castle where he's stuck there for a month. Right. How yeah. did he get out? What is he doing in there? That's kind of interesting, right? Like, well, um, we saw how he got out. Well, yeah, he did slide off the side of a building. But like I wanted to see scenes of him just kind of I don't know, or, looking in the fridge. Yeah. Or investigating the dark secrets and like, uh, you yeah. know, maybe figuring out a way to set a trap for Dracula later or like. Maybe figuring out a, a secret about Dracula that he I'll needs to books. get to London about and tell the rest of the vampire hunters or they won't be able to know how to stop him. Oh, yeah. I, a great scene would be he's reading Dracula's diary and Dracula's like, <laughs> dear diary, I fucking hate the sun. I'm super weak when I touch it. I hope to God no one finds out. Also, holy water fucking sucks. Can't drink it. Can't get near the stuff. Anyways, sign Dracula. Gotta go. And like, I want him to read a scene like that, and then he can come back, bring it to bring it to. Um, unironically, yeah. Dracula's diary, day two. (laughs) I was kind of turned on when I saw my three wives with him. I cannot (laughs) stop thinking about Jonathan Winthrop. (laughs) Wait, what's his name? Jonathan Harker. Fuck. That's our um our our Dracula porno, uh, Bram Stroker's. Dracula. Oh. That's actually not the first uh Dracula porno either. Because there was a 1969 not. nice porno um also this movie. This movie literally this movie. Okay, this this movie was so erotic and so horny, like literally, 
I don't think even if you made a porno parody of this, I don't think it would be hornier than literally this movie. Hey, I just want to let you know in the Bram Stoker's Dracula IMDb parents guide. Yeah. The first note is two women kiss. God. In a parents guide, in a movie where people are getting fucking impaled and burned. And then the second part is Mina and Lucy looking at uh, the illustrations in the copy of Arabian Nights. Literally, that was like 40 minutes in. (laughs) Yeah, there's some dude, like, he's ripping people apart in that first scene. That's That's one thing I is so strange about the way we censor and act and rate with movies like lesbian any tiny little act of like sex is immediately you know into the r category or x category if you want to put it that way and then you can have someone getting dismembered and stuff and it's totally okay for children but just the kiss like fuck dude like how many hetero kisses are there that like don't get notes man shit they just it was it was just one smooch man they weren't like there was fucking plenty of shit that was before that fucking 1992 assholes uh anyways the that dinner scene with dracula i think was like a fucking hilarious like key and peel sketch or something yeah i wanted to know more about the food <laughs> like i was literally thinking like what's he <laughs> like what do you think he's got what do you think he's got there right because dracula doesn't eat human food that scene was like our improv thing we just did where he serves him a plate of a food yeah i mean he he has it like he has servants too yeah like, and are they vampires oh, or right. are they just well, like they were mind they were just gypsies from around the area that they just oh, serve kind of problematic. that's racist by the way we need that's to really probably address that yeah but yeah. the another thing too is like is being a vampire not that big of a secret then if they just are like have this open hiring call hey i need a bunch of dirt to go in these boxes so that i can send them to a different country and then i can literally sleep in the dirt uh he's probably someone who's extremely rich right and uh-huh. you know vampires are obviously not well known so if if some eccentric billionaire that i was living by they're like hey here's a shitload of money just put a bunch of dirt in these boxes and put it on a ship i'd be like fuck yeah i'm not a asking shit. a like, question yeah like i'm just gonna i'm gonna do that shit and like to go back to that dinner scene where Keanu is visibly uncomfortable. He, he's sitting there and Dracula's saying a bunch of crazy shit. He's like, oh, my family, we go back a while, killed a lot of fucking people. I'm super creepy. He, he, does, he does this thing where he pulls a sword on Keanu and, and points it at his neck and like kind of goes threatens him for saying re- a comment that was just kind of like offhand. I think Keanu just kind of laughs at something that he says, right? And then he's like, okay, well, I like you, kid. Stay here a month, I insist. Yeah. Keanu's like, oh, fuck, um, okay. And he just stayed. Shit, I would get the fuck out of there the first, like, hour, dude. I, I would, like, I mean, maybe it's just old sensibilities, but, man, bless his heart. Jonathan Harker's the most polite guest I've ever seen. He got picked up by Dracula's carriage, like, a day away from where he got dropped off. That dude isn't idea, escaping. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he's like, he's thinking, he's like, shit, I gotta leave. There were a lot of Ooh. wolves in those wolves. Yeah, <laughs> that's one thing too. It's like they, I think they set up how remote it was. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I think they did an okay job. I think it would have been really nice with a little bit 
they, they like, oh, we can hear the wolves. Oh, ho, ho. oh, look down. Here's some vaguely wolf shaped shadows. Oh, ho, ho. it's like, dude, get some B-roll of some wolves like National Geographic is out there all the time. They've got the footage. I think I find wolves in L.A. <laughs> all right I think, fair enough i think this movie suffered in some aspects because it yeah. wanted to do something tricky with every single camera shot oh how are we going to imply that there's wolves down there we're gonna make these crazy stuff happen and dancing shadows and stuff just like yeah sometimes dude you can just put a wolf on the screen keanu did mention the bloody wolves outside like yeah in one of the scenes Neil's a dracula so fair enough. Maybe maybe he just uh, he didn't. But he did. He did escape, though. He did I'm escape fucking I wouldn't. If I saw all those wolves and it took me that long to get there, I'd be pretty. I'd be like, this guy reminds me of my grandpa. He's weird. Yeah, I can get yeah. it. You know, he didn't actually hit me with the sword. I, I think I'll stay. I'll stay. He helped me shave that one time. He came up mm-hmm. behind me and started like hugging me and breathing really close to me. And I think he licked my shaving razor. That was weird. So, OK, one thing Keanu did say was he did comment on this movie. Mm. He did say that he wasn't happy with his work on it, to be fair to him. Um, and I think his acting's improved over the years, too. That's but it. he said he was, he was exhausted after making several movies back to back to back to back to back by the time he got this. Um, and he's, he's, he said he, like, he didn't have the energy. He, didn't, he couldn't give the, the role the proper like, effort, I think, or the energy for this, for this role, is what he said. Um, so to be fair to him, he doesn't think this is his best work. That's fair. Doesn't make it suck Fine. less. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's totally okay. <laughs> he knows, he knows. I think is what he's what he's trying to gently say is like, yeah. And Francis Ford Coppola was like, listen, I fucking know, man. But come on, he's Keanu, dude. Like, he's... and was it? Uh, who is the? You guys, you guys know the the original? Who was originally being considered for this? No clue. This no role, idea. I think I wrote it. Yeah. So it was Christian Slater was one of the original. Oh, I love Christian Slater. Original choices. Another 90s uh, heartthrob. And then the other one was actually Johnny Depp, who was the OG choice for this. And I think he ended up not doing Johnny Depp because he was like, no one fucking knows. John- it was 92. So Johnny he was Depp like, could have killed it. Be he honest, I think he killed it. And Christian Slater. Yeah. Christian yeah. Slater got his turn in Interview with the Vampire, though. Oh, shit. That's right. I haven't seen that, but yeah. The superior uh, vampire movie. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I think either of those two, let's face it, like I think most probably would have would have been better. Like someone who could nail a British accent. Johnny Depp is British, isn't he? No clue. I thought Fuck, it was just weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys want to get into the meter? Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's do it. Am I first this season? Yeah. Tee us off. Keyonometer. Um, yeah, the Keyonometers is where we're going to rate Keanu. We all have different scales. Mine is basically an equal combination of quantity and quality and Keanu-ness. We're, we're middle of the pack on quantity. Like, this isn't a... He's not the main character. He's not Dracul. And he's not, like, Van Helsing. So, I mean, I'm giving him a middle there. Quality, obviously, is pretty low. But he gets us saved by his Keanu-ness because... If you replaced him with a different actor, it wouldn't be the same because <laughs> it would not be nearly as bad. And I think that gets a little bit of respect for me. Um, so I'm not scraping the bottom of the barrel. I'm going with a four because huh. he gets partial points in two categories. Huh. All right. A four. Jace. Yeah. Um, you sent us a. Uh... 
and one one more of those timely things where we somehow end up reviewing a movie that has gotten some kind of attention over the internet. Uh, you sent us a thread about this movie that was on Reddit like two months ago, and somebody said, "Yeah, was, I, I think it was on. Literally, it was posted today." Oh, you said it was today. Okay, even even more. So, uh, ni- neither of us, of the three of us, I'm almost positive posted it. So somebody said, <laughs> "You know, I just can't." It, it was almost like a Bill and Ted skit where they went to Europe and he was interacting with Dracula or something. Um, I think volume through the volume seemed really low to me. Like when I'm thinking about this movie, I'm not recalling Keanu, but he was very aloof. I thought it was funny how poor the accent was and how I was just like, Independent of that article is like, wow, this is just Bill and Ted. Whoa. <laughs> um, I think it's a bit more Keanu-y than Matrix. No, oh, fucking I'm going to give it a four, too. He's got good hair, but I think just volume is so hair. low. And then I'm going to give it a five. I'm going to come back. Did you beat up him up? One not. Yeah, I beat the shit out of this guy. God, you beat you beat up Dracula. Could I beat up Dracula? Okay, young Dracula after he sucked enough blood. Oh, after he sucked enough young British blood. Yeah, um, I mean, let's face it, yeah. I'd ask him where he got his sunglasses. That's question. <laughs> <laughs> the answer's no, but I'd ask where he got his sunglasses. <laughs> oh, these? Uh, it's old fashioned. Like, nobody yeah. else here has blue lenses, dude. Where did you get those? Please give Yo, them to me. <laughs> how fucking discreet. <laughs> A yeah, five. like... the. Five. Okay. You got four we got a four out of five, right? Middle of the pack for the Keanu meters for y'all. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna push back a little bit just because I I was a little disappointed, or I was a lot of disappointed with this with this movie as far as the Keanu-ness goes. Mm. Um the volume I thought was really low, especially in the second act. He kind of disappears for the most part once Van Helsing shows up. Um he gets a lot of screen time in the first act, and I think almost too much fuck like he his his accent was so bad it completely yanked me out of the movie i got like whiplash man i was engrossed in the scenes like the acting everything was in my opinion was great and then once keanu starts talking and like he just he just completely yoinks me out of the scene i'm like oh shit he's doing a ted thing here um and so for this reason i'm gonna have to give it a lower score I think he was completely, unfortunately, out of his element with this. I think Keanu is someone you need to cast for a certain type of role. It doesn't mean it needs to be the same role every single time. But with this particular role, I I just think he wasn't equipped for it, unfortunately. So since he was underutilized, he didn't really have a lot of volume. He didn't get a woe in here. Um, I think this is actually the worst Keanu performance I've ever seen. Uh, I'm going to have to give it a two. It gets a little bump because um, I thought he looked fucking great in this yeah. movie i like the victorian uh, drip dude and then he did sing keanu i guess but it's not in a good way a two yeah he's i don't want to leave it at a five keanu-y in a way that he can't shake yeah i'm taking you it back with a five i can't okay. give it. i know normally yeah. we like said it no no it was okay. it was terrible and i'm just looking back right now i gave matrix resolutions a four and he was in 75 percent of that movie he was in maybe 15 percent of the <laughs> runtime of this and I gave yeah. 47 Ronin a three, which right. again, in like 50%. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go down just one point to a four. I don't want this to be a, 
a five because you have made you made some really good points. Okay, thank. That's big of you. Thank you. I, um, I might go lower. I'm not. I'm, I don't want to deviate from my original <laughs> score that much. Mind, yeah. If you change your mind throughout our movie reviews, you let us. You pipe in. We'll we'll change the marks. You know. We'll we'll adjust the meters. Uh, Ryan, what's what's that movie meter? What do you what are you feeling for this? This is this is the hardest thing for me, right? Because it, it's on a balance of like, this seems like a movie that I would love, but I did not love, and this it's so up my alley that it's not up my alley like i would rather watch a movie that's really really solid story-wise and not that creative visually than i would a movie that's just trying to be this two-hour long visual spectacle it's like watching fantasia and then but if fantasia had like a 45 minute long chunk in the middle where they were just in broad daylight in london and i i, I don't know what else i can say much like the editing i thought was really poor and the climactic scene where they're supposed to be like staking dracula in the heart is this gun battle that felt super out of place and there was no suspense to delivering the final blow they just walked up to him and stabbed him in the heart outside and i thought that was i was really disappointed with the ending Going back to like the editing thing is that editing between scenes is supposed to make things more clear, but I thought it was the opposite this way. Sometimes I was not expecting a scene to end and then it would just pop into a different location, date, time of day, characters. Usually you want to try and keep one thread if you can or make it obvious that time has passed, but Keanu would just show up with like gray hair in a random scene. And like visual effects everybody talks about how cool the visual effects are it was just crossfades it was just double exposures and crossfades for the 90 percent of the visual effects like there was so much crossfading i thought it was back in the 11th grade like this was so <laughs> so unnecessarily complicated from a visual standpoint that it lost its direction it got lost in the woods on the way to transylvania uh i've got not much positive things to say i'm gonna go with a three all right uh, three, Ace. Shablam. I wrote my score down before you said yeah. yours, just so I would oh, stick to my yeah. guns this time, and I also okay. gave it a three. <laughs> um, I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't, um, I thought some of the story was, I thought, it was the visuals for me was the best part. I liked the, tra the, the transi transitions from scene to scene. I thought it was unique that, um, in my mind, the gray hair, it transitioned. There was a specific point where he'd gotten back to London and his hair started transitioning from gray to the full gray that we get at the end of the scene, just to show that his, uh, that his, maybe his youthfulness had been sucked out of him. I, you know, it was really long and I kept like, um, I don't know what they, I don't know if they knew what they wanted to do. And I'm amazed because a lot of people think this movie is a lot better than I think it is. Yeah, I agree. I just wholeheartedly wouldn't want to sit down and watch it again. Three. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's totally fair, dog. Like, I don't disagree with with anything you guys said. And, and I'm f I feel weird being in this position. Normally, I'm, I'm not in this position. Like, I'm in Ryan's position with Matrix Resurrections, I think, right now. Yeah, because, um, yeah, fuck, dude. Like, I I went into this expecting to hate it. 
Um, I had the graphic or I had the novelization of this movie because my, my parents actually owned the special edition of this movie uh, because because they really liked it. <laughs> um, and like I was reading the reviews, I was trying to see like if I would like something like this and if, if we should pick it for for our season. And I was like, OK, this is a certified shitter. I'm going to fucking hate this. And then when the intro scene hit, I was so engrossed. I was like, oh, fuck. And then I was like, OK, but maybe it's going to kind of like die down because a lot of people hated it. And yeah, dude, I was it was totally my shit, man. Like it was a mess. It was a it was a fucking absolute mess. There was significant pacing issues. Um, there was obviously there was some performance issues. I think even Winona Ryder's accent, I think, kind of wrote a line a little bit, even though I think her performance was fine. But like, there's so much going on here. There's a lot of really cool practical effects. I liked kind of the reverse uh, film tricks that they did. Um, I thought like the practicality of the movie really made it for me. The real costumes and the built sets were so cool. Dracula's fucking gothic ass armor uh, was super sick. The red color palettes, yeah. everything in there. Yeah, dude, the uh, the wolf attacks where it shows it from the wolf's perspective. And there's like quick cuts of like how the, how the people die. Like there was some cool artsy shit in here. And there were some great performances. We talked about Gary Oldman and Anthony Hopkins, Winona Ryder. I liked Lucy's performance as well. Tom Waits as Renfield, I thought was really great as well. And I remember when we watched and, and, and you know, back in high school, uh, one of our one of our friends, uh, Ian Hendren, he played in a Dracula play. I thought about this the entire freaking movie. (laughs) And uh, I remember that was, first of all, Ian, if you if you're listening, that was a great fucking performance. I still think about it sometimes. That's all yeah. <laughs> all my Dracula knowledge comes from yeah. him. Yeah, and it was uh kind of a, a slight. I mean, it was Bram Stoker's Dracula. I think they were doing at the time as well. And I remember like a, a scene from from that play too, where he bursts out of the crate. And like I remember just like parts of this movie, I would flash back to watching that play. That play it fucking blew my mind. And seeing it from a different perspective in the movie, I think made me like it. I think maybe more, maybe because it just re like rekindled some of those memories I had watching the original play um in our high school, <laughs> which apparently blew my fucking mind. Um but yeah, like I love the soundtrack. I like the visuals. There's huge flaws. I'm I'm struggling to reconcile uh, my objective feelings about this movie, but I think I'm going to have to settle uh, for a 7.5 for me. Like I, I'm I'm gonna fucking I, I feel like I would watch this again. Like to to be honest, just for me, I think this is a movie that maybe takes some some big ass risks, maybe some risks they should not have taken, but for me it just lined up. All right, maybe for my brainwaves, this is this is a Denali movie. Okay. I'll watch it. I'll recommend it. Well, you know, it comes to a point in every season where a member of the GBGBs has their Sahara. And Denali, (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) This is my Sahara, all right? What was my Sahara? Matrix Resolution. Probably literally Matrix Resolution. (laughs) (laughs) We We had two Saharas this season, okay? Because I think I think one. everybody yeah. gives their their Sahara a seven. <laughs> it's literally a seven, yeah, and the I other like two it's a three movie. or four. It's like what? Sue me! I liked it. Fuck you! I liked it. Okay. I mean, this was um yeah this was this was like horny Sahara. This was this was like a sexy Sahara. My Sahara might actually be Sahara was horny. Uh, I know what you did that summer. We, we like that. I thought we like. We kind of like. I know, but I love that. Okay. Jace's I like that movie. Sahara, I, that movie. I think Jace's Keanu Sahara is, is co- probably maybe, maybe coming. Maybe it's the lake house for you. 
like maybe or, or Jace, is gonna, uh, Jace is yeah. okay this is the funny thing is like Jace is the exact type of person and just knowing him too there's a 50% chance that he fucking loves the lake house I liked the lake house when I saw it all right <laughs> depending, depending on whether like what yeah. if he said like one drink there's maybe a really good chance it. of him liking the lake house maybe maybe we'll all have a guilty Keanu pleasure Ooh. this 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 season so, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's a divergence of opinion of the board, but that's why we do this, folks. That's why we have our patented three-judge uh, system here with two meters to make it as fair as possible, because that's what we're about. Complicated as possible. Mm-hmm. And, and com- complicated, thank you. And, and a Byzantine system, if, 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 yeah, if I may. if you will, kind yeah. Roll back to the movie. I, one thing we didn't mention what was, was kind of the suitors. Like, I remember... Uh, uh, Texas like, boy, yeah. Quincy, dude, he fucking he got the last hit. He got all the XP from the Dracula kill. Yeah, and Carrie oh. Elwes was in this movie. Yeah, and <laughs> was the only one that deserved to be in this movie. That's the thing too. Is like is that Robin Hood? Yeah, he was. Yeah, That's he was Robin Hood. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. The the funniest thing is they had so many vampire hunter characters in this movie. There was five of them, and. <laughs> Yeah. Do you need that many named, like, explained background characters? Take it up with Bram, dog. Quincy was in the OG. But we're not, but we're not making last hit in. I, I understand that, but like, I like that because it was like it was like five, it was like three regular dudes that were like, we were actually kind of just here to try and get married to her and party. Yeah. And yeah, I've got yeah. this well, Bowie no, knife. It's fun, but like, <laughs> this movie is. I think my biggest biggest complaint about this movie is that it's a 60 minute movie stretched to three hours compressed into two hours mm-hmm. like the so you it either needs to be shorter or longer i think and if you give longer if you, if you decide to give the backstory to these suitors it has to come into play when yeah. the vampire fighting gets down it needs to be more than just their just a guy standing there like the texas guy needs to be like really good with guns and stuff and then like well right but that didn't really for me that didn't really pay off and Mm. carrie elwes needs to have some like i don't know rootin' tootin maybe he's good with like a fencing sword or something because he's rich a mustache yeah no i i I get what you're saying like i think there is something there because what one thing me and amber kind of talked about a little bit was like during the movie we were like i like that they're all just broing down now when they used to be kind yeah of and they didn't like t- take off they they really uh took it in stride the three of them were like oh shit vampire all right let's let's take care of this together and then i read that francis ford like he actually to have them bond to make their characters naturally build off each other he had them go on like a bunch of like adventures he paid for them like to go horseback riding together and go hot air ballooning like they actually went well, all over and like that maybe go check my hypothesis is that they've invested so much in these yeah. scenes that they're afraid to cut it yeah well maybe there's but maybe there's another scene though like to kind of build their relationships together and maybe build their characters more perfect throw it in <laughs> then Yo, why would you why yeah. would you cut that that scene where uh, dracula turns into a bunch of rats was bussing where he that was, was like, fucking cool. <laughs> can't cut that. You can't cut that. That was sick. Because they were like, don't let him go in the shadow. And his red eyes. Fuck, that was cool, dude. I love the visual effects in this movie, man. Yeah, for me, like, I think it, the pacing issues is the biggest part. Just yeah. because it was jarring at some points and then really, really slow at some points. And, like, I didn't like that every scene was either revisited later in the movie or, like, 
was separated by such a long amount of time before it was resolved. Lucy was bitten by the werewolf scene, and then 45 minutes later, she he comes back to actually turn into a vampire. Like, turn that, that's one scene. You can just do that once. Like, that doesn't need to be two separate scenes. Just yeah. do it all once, guys. <laughs> and, then, and then you could have, like, distinct periods in the movie. I never felt like there was distinct periods in the movie where I'm like, okay, now I'm in this section of the movie. Because when homie went to London, Keanu was chilling in Transylvania. So it's not like there was a Transylvanian section, then a London section, then a Transylvania section. It, it, there was always these, this overlap, and it was like a patchwork of scenes. Yeah. Well, Francis Ford, if you're listening... Give us all 92 hours of this movie. We'll edit it together and we'll make a fucking GBGB's cut where shit makes sense. We keep all the practical stuff and the cool visual stuff we like. Um, maybe we'll do our own Keanu voiceover. Uh, keep all the, you know, keep all the cool vampire stuff. Yeah, this movie is so close to being like an eight or nine out of 10 for me. Yeah, it's a Francis Ford movie. Shit, dude. Like, this is the director of The Godfather. He made The and Godfather. Some people say, like, this is his best movie. And I'm like, it's not. It's, it's, <laughs> it's literally not. Like, for someone who has made, like, two of the five best movies ever made, this is not his best movie. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing what we were saying, you know, with the Ben Affleck season. Like, some sometimes just shit just fucking lines up for somebody. Yeah. And there's there's going to be people and like I'm I'm not even on that spectrum but like there's people who are like they're like this is the best fucking movie ever and I love it and this is the best work. Yeah, and that that's I think I started this whole podcast by saying like could this be someone's favorite movie? Yeah. Like that that's a good way of thinking about whether or not this is a passion project or whether this is like a studio shitter. Like and death, this definitely could be someone's favorite. I'm imagining it's a lot of people's favorite movies. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, with that, guys, we, we, we digested our latest Keanu movie with Dracula. If you guys have seen, you guys seen Bram Stoker's Dracula, let us know what you think. Hit us up. Email us. Fucking hit us up on, uh, on our social medias. If you guys, do you guys like this movie? I'll put a poll up for, for, uh, on our, on yeah. our story and see. What the take is, you know, do people like or like or hate this movie? Because I think this is one of those love it or hate it things. And uh, with that, guys, I mean, what do you what are we feeling for episode six? We have episode seven planned out. We uh, I think we can we can say it ahead of time. Um, we do have a guest episode lined up for seven. That's that's going to be with with speed. What do we? Oh, speed. We, OK, yeah, yeah. I think we, yeah, we so watched in the I lake house. We, lake house, dude. Yeah. You want to do lake house for, for six? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. OK. There was it was there was enough action and some love that now I need yeah. to have more loving. I like, wasn't prepared lake house for loving. Two. <laughs> We're going this to is... the lake house. Oh, you know what? Pick me you know up what, the lake. This is perfect to lead up to speed because uh, this is Sandra Bullock, Keanu Reeves. This is like the second time they met up together uh, to playing opposites. So we can go from the lake house and go to speed. See them in their first role together. All right, next week we're doing the lake house. Okay, we're doing the lake house, guys. We keep getting off topic. I'm having to cut most of our conversations because the Dracula. This is a wild movie. movie for monetization. Yeah, this is a wild ass movie. 
Uh, we hope you guys will join us for the Lake House. It's a time-traveling romantic movie between Keanu and Sandra Bullock. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're like, oh, man, why do I want to watch a rom movie? Okay, these guys watch a lot of rom-coms. They watch like six of them in the Matthew McConaughey season. Um, and to that, I say step out of your fucking comfort zone, all right? Not every movie's got to be this bloodbath explosion movie. Keanu gets it. He fucking goes out there and makes a romantic time traveler movie. Yeah. All right. Be like Keanu. Yeah. Explore oh, the avenues. Rachel McAdams special. What? what? She's and like she's the. Please end it on that. Please end it on. Play she's play. the time travel. <laughs> she's the time traveler's wife in a bunch of movies, including one called The Time Traveler's Wife. <laughs> oh shit she fucking is uh wait uh jace tell us uh you know how do we, how do we thank find this? you for joining us on this uh, episode reviewing bram stroker's dracula <laughs> you can find us on instagram at g excuse me good boys gone bland you can find us on the twitter at the gbgb podcast tweet us and finally, as always, then your erotic Dracula fanfiction <laughs> to gbgbpodcast at gmail.com. Dracula, I don't, think I, I don't think we need that, actually. Yes, I do. Okay. It, it has been many years and my love has not been reincarnated. Oh, no. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Dracula. Uh, do you guys think uh, since Dracula is so old, like, there's a... Uh... Like he's got some like problematic views. Like, like can you imagine what yeah, Dracula's like? He, I mean, he literally years. is Vlad the Impaler. So he's literally Vlad. The <laughs> yeah, what's what's that dinner gonna be like? He's like, oh, I was so, really, yeah. I impaled someone. I took, yeah. I hit so, the bottom of his spine. It took so long <laughs> to get through the other side. They're screaming. That's the worst part.